Now back to the Midday Grind with Martin and Marlo on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. But I figured I'd have it all by the time I retired. I'd have me a car worth at least a hundred grand. I'd get it one piece at a time, and it wouldn't cost me a dime. You know it's me when I come through your town. I'm going to ride around in style. I'm going to drive everybody wild. Cause I'll have the only one there is around. So the very next day when I punched in with my big lunch box with help yeah, it's my great friends, time of year. I left that day Beautiful with weather. Blues playoffs. Cards are winning games. Yelich is not homering. Kenny Wallace, who's usually in the tank, he's very uh, low-key, not much fun, low energy, is uh, actually uh, feeling hyper. No, wait a minute. Kenny's always in a good mood, but I would think especially, and Hoff, I think, made it a guarantee earlier that Kenny would be in a great mood. And I said, to be fair, he's always in a good mood, but especially right about now. Kenny, how are you? I'm doing great, so i got a good story for you. Uh, as you know, we're, we're all friends, so... Chris Kerber, the voice of our St. Louis Blues, he just calls me on the phone. And he said, my nickname's Herman. And he says, Herman, he says, as you, as I ride down Highway 40 right now, you know, right past Lindbergh there around town and country, he said, I had this, this Toyota Camry cut me off. He said, I just want to know, as a race car driver, have you ever wanted to just wreck anybody on the highway? <laughs> and I laughed, and I laughed. I said, Kerb, you have no idea. And here's the other deal. I could wreck you so easy on the highway, it, it would just be comical. But I told him that, you know, to be a NASCAR race car driver, you have to hold a valid driver's license to in order to race in NASCAR. You know, so to have a NASCAR license, you have to have a valid uh, driver's license on the street. So when you, just, when you just brought up the blues, I mean, I literally just got off the phone with him. And I thought it was such a funny story. You know, it's not like Kerber calls me every day. What is the so, answer, though? Do, do you do you feel like you forget ever, like you're out there, like, wait a minute, I'm going to rub a little paint off of this guy next to me. He's crowding <laughs> me. Wait a minute, somebody's riding my fender. Or like, wait a minute, oh, okay, I'm not at the racetrack. Did you ever catch yourself? <laughs> well, I believe Kerber was pissed and he wanted to wreck the guy. And so he gets to thinking about it. He goes, I'm going to call Kenny Wallace if he's ever wanted to do that. So the answer is yes, we've all wanted to wreck each other on the highway but i but you know him calling me because i'm a race car driver but uh yeah we all want to wreck each other but uh we just can't do it so and does, <laughs> so your, does your does your wife kim ever get to drive oh she gets pissed at me all 24 7 so sometimes like you know when i was in the in the uh you know the height of my nascar career and you know i'd run say the you know the coke 600 which was, or, you know, the World 600. It, it changed names a couple of times. But the bottom line is, when I would race a 600-mile race, my ass would hurt, my butt. And I'm like, we, we'd get, you know, we'd always, you know, fly out of a private airport or whatever. So we'd leave the racetrack, and I, I'm like, you drive. And she'd say, no, you drive. Well, when I would drive after a NASCAR race, I would think I'm running 50 miles an hour. I'd look down, and she'd be hollering at me, watch your speed. Watch your speed. I said, I'm not speeding. I looked down. I'm running like 85. Don't mean to. So um, my wife is my restrictor plate. She keeps me slowed down. 
So that's uh, that's the Kim Wallace story. She's the restrictor plate. Uh, over the week, <laughs> hey, it was Easter over the weekend, and I noticed you, you had a race that you didn't go to. You said, "I hope people understand." It's I'm going to be with my family, and I said, I "Wonder why." Why you didn't say that all along? How did it was it a scheduling snafu that you were didn't realize you'd be gone on Easter? Yeah, it, it would not make sense to you or most people, so I'll clear it up. So when Peavley, we still can't race at Peavley. The, the damn rivers will not go down around here. If anybody's been going up and down, you know, whether it's 44 out towards Fenton or, you know, 55 south, when you watch this river, this river's been about you know, within a foot or so for about a month, it won't go down. So Peebly, Peebly keeps getting flooded out. It's been flooded out for a full month. And I was going to race there Saturday night, and we were going to celebrate Easter on Saturday. So my family's like, okay, we're going to celebrate Easter. We'll go watch Dad race. Well, when Peebly got canceled, I said, I'm going to go up and run Macon Speedway. Well, my wife said, hold on. You're, what do you mean you're going to go run Macon? I said, yeah. She goes, no, you, you you can't do that to us. you got these children, the grandbabies. I'm like, honey, I love everybody. I love Easter. It's beautiful. But everybody comes over. In 45 minutes, everybody's done eating, and it's over. And uh, so I got my butt chewed out. My <laughs> daughter hurt. My daughter just crushed me. She wrote me this text, you know, and I was like, oh, my God. So like, she hit me with a ton of bricks. So. I went back on the internet, on Facebook, and I said, "Look, I'm sorry to everybody that was going to come to Macon to watch me. I can't come now because I made a mistake." So, you know, Easter is very important to a lot of people, and to me, it's very important too. But for me, you know what it's like when you get a load of family around. It's like they eat and they leave. I'm like, you know, so I did. Re- I gave it one hour, and that wasn't enough. The, the restrictor plate strikes again. Kim Wallace keeping Kenny in line. Uh, by the way, I don't know if you're going to Bush tonight, but you probably should since you've been there the last two days, and the Cardinals have won the last two days, including a Monday nighter 13-5 over the Brewers. Yelich did not homer. Uh, I, I don't want to put pressure on you, but you do kind of have a winning streak going. I do. I do. And, I, and I, listen, i got to give a shout-out to Dexter Fowler. I was so excited when he came to St. Louis. And, you know, things went bad for him. You know, timing was bad. You know, whatever happened to him happened to him. But uh, holy moly. I told Kim on Easter Sunday we went, and I noticed, you know, I don't know what he's been doing through his career, but he was letting the the bat lay on his shoulder. And uh, I don't know if he did that early in his career. I'd I'd like to know that. But – his timing's on. I'm excited about Dexter Fowler. Uh, I'm especially excited about our, you know, weeder, our our backup catcher, uh, and Miller. All these these people that I don't know a lot about. You know, when when Schilt uh, took all our starters out in about the eighth inning last night, I said, "Well, okay, let's see how this works out." And by God, they kept scoring. You know, weeder had a, had a great base hit down the right field line and. And uh, and Miller did good, and I'm like, you know this. And then it made me think. I got to listen to my dear friend Mark Kilcoy because what are we going to do when Harrison Bader comes back? What are we going to do when Carlos Martinez comes back? Carlos got some decisions to make, you know, down the road. Yeah, and we were talking earlier, and Frank Husamano brought it up too. He said, "Who's going to tell Jose Martinez that he can't play every day? Because now that he has been, 
guy just hits and hits and hits. And he's Jose Martinez is the Kenny Wallace of the Cardinals because he's always having fun. He's always laughing. He's upbeat. He was at the Blues game on Saturday waving a rally towel. He told me he was nervous because he didn't want to go to a game and see him lose. Uh, the Cardinals are playing well. The Blues are out. Who's our guy, your buddy, that's always worried about, oh, I've already forgotten his name. He's going to be mad. Lauren. Lauren, right. the nervous yeah. Blues fan. He's got to be feeling better. <laughs> well, you know, let me say something about Jose Martinez. I sent him right in there with Adam Wainwright, and, and I'm going to say this slowly because it's near and dear to my heart. Never confuse a person that is happy for being silly. So, you know, when we see Adam Wainwright in the dugout when he's not pitching and he's having fun, or we see Jose Martinez just having fun, my friends and everybody's listening to this radio show right now, that is a gift. You do not need to be serious or miserable to prove to people that you are serious. So I can I can promise you, Jose Martinez loves baseball he's very focused but his happiness is a joy and you know we should all try to be like that and the guy's a hitting machine right now and uh you know i understand he's not a great outfielder but you know pick your poison what do you want you know i think i'd rather have him hit right now so that's i like jose and and our guy lauren is fine were you at the game saturday the blues game no nope i wasn't there i uh i just kind of been doing my deal uh you know i i want to go to the blues games this weekend you know i from what i'm understanding though we're going to get going you know at the end of this weekend but i got to be in charlotte north carolina uh for unoh college uh university i'm going to give a speech to some orientation day and i'll be down in charlotte for the drag races the nhra drag races but uh i'm probably going to miss the first two Blues games, but I'll you know me, I'll be watching. And then we've got NASCAR going to Talladega Super Speedway. NASCAR always takes the Easter weekend off, and I was looking at, they had like the greatest wrecks in Talladega history. This is all on NASCAR.com, and I'm thinking if I'm a driver, I'm like, I, I guess we know that the fans remember that kind of stuff, but I, I don't know if I'd want to look down and they say, oh great, they got video of my crazy wreck. What, what are your Talladega memories? Well, you know, Talladega was good to me. It was one of my very best tracks. Uh, well, first of all, the good memory is, you know, uh, the last race that the great Dale Earnhardt Sr. won, it was me and him. We finished 1-2, and that was in, what was that, 2001. Uh, and, it, you know, I didn't realize that that was going to be my dear friend, Dale Earnhardt Sr.'s last win of his life, and he died, you know, the next year. So, you know, that's that's a good, sad memory. That was a great race. Me and Dale Sr., we came out of the pits. We were running last, and we both had bad pit stops. And we came from last, and Earnhardt won it, and I run second. He got a million-dollar bonus, and, of course, I won a lot of money that day too. So, and, you know, I've got a lot of top fives, you know, at at Talladega. Um, Bad memories? Oh, God, we just wreck our butts off there. Down in turns three and four. You know, you just make a little bit of a mistake, and we're three and four wide. My spotter is in my ear calmly going three wide, three wide. That means I'm three wide. And then when he says four wide, I'm like, boy, I can't move the steering wheel, right? Because we're four wide. We're running 200 miles per hour. You know all hell is going to break loose. And actually, when the spotter says three wide, back to three wide, it's like, oh, my God, I'm a little bit, you know, but – uh. 
And then, you know, Talladega is legendary for, you know, uh, the parties. I mean, the fans go there and they, the girls get naked, the bonfires start, the beer starts flowing, and uh, everybody goes to Talladega to party, and and then and then a race will break out on Sunday. So uh, it's, it's a blast. And then Kenny's got his speech. This, I just... I'm thinking to myself here, what is the speech? Is it a motivational? So these are young, these are college kids, orientation. What is, is this? You've got a script, I'm sure, when it's a more serious clientele, more corporate. What will the tone be, the message be for this weekend? It will not be so much motivational as it will be. So in other words, the kids are signed up. Uh, you know, UNOH in Lima, Ohio, it's a great college. I've said it before. It's got everything, business, diesel ag, sports. It's the number one premier motorsports college in the in the United States. So they say not to get into motorsports and they want to go into drag racing, right? Or they want to go into NASCAR or dirt racing. So I'll, I'll meet all these kids that are signed up. And basically, I'll start out, hey, listen, congratulations, signing up, going to UNOH. You'll love the college. How many of you have been there? Of course, they'll raise their hand. And I tell them this. I say, let me tell you a quick story. I wished I was able to have a UNOH college back in my day. My brother Rusty would get so mad at me because I would be out here in Valley Park, Missouri at our race shop, and I would be welding over in the corner, and I would be ruining all this metal, and Rusty would be saying, Herman, what are you doing? And I said, damn it, I'm, I'm learning to weld, brother. Well, you're you're costing me money, destroying all my stuff. So I, I, I tell the kids, hey, congratulations, you're going to learn everything that I wanted to learn and you're going to go about it much better. You're going to be better than me at it. And, and basically that's how it starts out. And then we get into Q and a and, and then I tell them stories, you know, about how I know John Forrest or, you know, uh, big daddy Don Garlitz. So drag racing is a different world, but those are still all my friends. Kenny, have a great trip to Charlotte and uh, we'll talk to you next week. You tell Lauren to calm down, to get off the wall. Uh, Blues are riding high, buddy, and we'll see you at a game later this summer. This thing, we're going to keep this thing rolling. I think this is the first time I'm going to say go Blues and Cardinals. It's, it's a great time to be in St. Louis. Everybody should feel better now. Instant energy, that is, Kenny Wallace. All right, talk to you next week. Okay, bye-bye. It's Tuesdays with Kenny I right here. I told you he'd be in a good, good mood. That's kind of a safe bet, though, I think. Every week? Like, you're going to be the wet blanket. He's going to be in a good mood. Whoa. I like how you've taken on wet blanket, and Charlie's just made me into like just a miserable, terrible person. I don't think he made you into that. I think I was already? <laughs> or you think I've self-reported? I've done too many stories where I've made myself look like a terrible person. I want to get these zoo people on and get the story from their perspective. <sighs> I just got told, that's all. Twice. Kind of back-to-back -back towards the end of the day. <laughs> it was the end of the day, and maybe they were kind of staring the clock down. <laughs> It just seemed like they had a little edge. That's all. I was just trying to, I was just trying to be smart. And somebody texted in that there's a sign that says, "For kids three and under, you stand next to them." How much would you say? Because the zoo is free, but you brought two kids with you. How much would the average cost of a zoo trip be with two younger kids? <sighs> Let's see. Dad, Grandpa's got to have a beer, so there's that. What then beer you got to ride the carousel. Ed is Wickle. Okay. That good selection. Uh, you got to pay for the carousel. You got to pay for the stingray. You may or may not do the train, and the kids need Divin dots slash slushies. <laughs> parking's fifteen. I bet the average. Oh, you pay for parking? Yeah. Oh, we don't. You walk? Yeah. 
Yeah. Now, on a day like yesterday, it might have been difficult. If it's two adults, sure. But if you got the kids, you want to get in and get out. Yeah. I would say the average family probably spends at least 50 bucks. Wow. When they walk in there. Good Lord. Imagine if they charged admissions, admissions how much it would be. Yeah. Well, the San Diego Zoo is like 75 bucks or something. Oh, my God. Something cra- look it up. I'm sorry. It's something crazy. Meantime, I will tell you about Triad Bank, which is the neighborhood-friendly bank located in Frontenac. Easy to get to right off Highway 64. Chris Kerber's probably driving along there right now, thinking about ramming into the car next to him. But you can get off at Lindbergh, and you are right there. Triad Bank. If you're a business owner looking to expand, make sure you talk to them. It's a St. Louis-based bank. They opened it in 2005, and the idea is they know the landscape. They're from St. Louis. The decisions are made here. So if you're looking for a loan, this isn't something that's going to be decided in New York or Charlotte or L.A. It's decided here in St. Louis. These folks know how to get stuff done. Make sure you check them out in person on Clayton Road, one block west of Lindbergh. They're on the web. It's triadbanking.com. Whatever banking needs you have, personal banking, commercial banking, uh, make sure you talk to the team there and they can help get your business doing more business. That's one of the specialties of Triad Bank. Time now for the end of the day. The end of the day. Okay, when's the end of the day? At the end of the day, it's going to be tough to tell someone they might not be in it. At the end of the day, even though there's moments where you're like, oh, I, you know, I don't want to do this. Have you found that your uh, your interest in the other NHL playoff series, even on the Eastern Conference side, have increased with the Blues advancing? Like, say the Blues had lost to the Jets. Would you have cared about tonight's game? Games, uh, Because it's a game seven. I mean, there's okay. always a little more appeal. And I think the Bruins, Leafs, I kind of like both franchises. I mean, just historic franchises. So I definitely would be, even if the Blues had bowed out, there'd be interest there. I kind of want Vegas to take San Jose out. Not just for, you know, potentially the Blues purposes, but... I think it's kind of cool that Vegas, second year as an expansion team, could be, you know, maybe make another run. All right, Chuck gave his prediction. What's your Ponce de Leon line for tonight? What did Chuck go, 6-2? and two? Sounds right. I'm not, sure we listened two... to, I'm not sure we listened to any of his answers today. <laughs> two solo homers, is that what we're anticipating? Probably. You know, the Cardinals don't give up runs anymore. They just give up solo homers. Um, uh, I'll be just a little more real. I'll go five innings, three runs. Do the Cardinals win? I think they do. I think they're a little mojo going here. Okay. You got a lot of guys up Zach and down Davies the lineup. Davies throwing hitting. well. It's right. A lot of one earned in his last 12, 17, and two-thirds innings pitch. Yeah, you got to be a little worried about him. Overall, Brewer pitching, I'd be worried about. I didn't check Cato last night to see how he was doing after a 13-5 loss. Oh, my gosh. He had to have been calling out Pistachio at that point. Yes. Kato Kalin, uh, yeah, I'm comfortable with him giving me five. He just came up. Maybe three runs, but I think the cards win. Oh, okay, hold on. End of the day just got extended. Because of Kato? Yes. Did he go insane? I forgot to look. <laughs> yes. People, and he, he alternates between regular type and all caps. And sometimes it's word by word. So people is just spelled out the way it. It should be. And then it starts in all caps. Please, I beg you to start a fire council campaign. Back to regular type. How? Back to all caps. Does he leave this Hauser guy in game? (laughs) Regular type. How was? All caps. He even picked a pitch. His managerial decisions are horrible. At Brewers, lowercase r. Just a caricature drawing. Complete phonies. Regular. How do you fans put up with this? All caps. 
Don't put up with it. Hashtag boycott. So he's having a conversation with himself. That's among many tweets last night. Passionate Brewers fan <laughs> who actually has a good team that was a win away from the World Series last year, and he acts like he's a longtime Cleveland Browns fan. What list of celeb is Cato Kalen? He's not B. Is he C, D? That's a great question. Where do you put Cato? D seems right. Okay. Is that the lowest you can go? He's known for being a house guest where a murder took place. Right. Okay. And I think his handle, what does it say? No longer I live behind my own house? It or says something? former house guest, current adult, but now living behind my own house. I think the SNL spoofs of him were the best. We just looked <laughs> surprised at everything. <laughs> like happy to be there, even though it's a murder trial. Like, hey, how's everybody doing? What does he do? He has. Uh, he does have a website that I'm trying to see if it works. We he learned... obviously has the MLB package because he watches all the Brewer games. He has something called. I'm not sure if he is sponsored by them or if this is his company. Um, Kato Kalen has his own uh, clothing wear, Slacker, and <laughs> the about section needs to be edited. Because there's a lot of weird characters in it that I guess are supposed to be, say, quotation marks or, or commas or like apostrophes. Kramer, but no, but when you do the coding, and I guess you don't code it properly, it comes off as very bizarre characters that don't make sense. And uh, I guess they've never noticed this. Well, they're slackers. Uh, they are slackers. Maybe that's the point. Uh, I had something else. Oh, did you see the uh, Jake Arrieta and maybe not all is fun, uh, sunny in Philadelphia right now? I did not. Bryce Harper got tossed last night. It started with the rain delay, game against the Mets. They lost 5-1. to one. I didn't catch any of it, but it doesn't sound like the Phillies put up much of a fight. Harper got uh, tossed after arguing on a check swing. This is what Jake Arrieta had to say after the game. Look, I mean, he's got to understand we need him in right field. I don't care how bad the umpire is. He wasn't great for either side. Okay. I'm out there trying to make pitches, and he misses some calls. So what? We need him out there. We were flat from start to finish. Two-hour delay? It doesn't matter. We have to be ready to play. We weren't, and it showed. The dugout was flat. The defense wasn't good. Didn't throw the ball well as a staff overall. We got beat. We started at 845. I don't think our guys were ready to play. We've got to come out tomorrow ready to play. It's troubling, yeah. I'm out there doing everything I can to win a game. I need my guys behind me, and they weren't. I wish he had said, this guy's making 50 grand per at-bat. Come on. You're getting paid, what, quarter of a million dollars per game? Keep your ass in the game. I think that's Arietta's personality. I th- so maybe I think not- it is. I think, though, remember the story about Carlos Santana bashing TVs because too many guys were playing Fortnite yeah. in late September last year? I think maybe there's an issue. Maybe Gabe doesn't run a tight ship, maybe. possibly. He's busy. Not getting guys up in the bullpen. Like <laughs> right, eating ice cream and spitting it back out. Hey, has anybody seen the manager? Yeah, he's getting a uh, full body workout. Doing a, he's doing a little yeah, doing a little chest right now. Uh Skip, you're uh, you're doing here for the team meeting. <laughs> Gabe Kapler's like, no, no, I'm working on working on my physique. Doing some workouts. Um what are your predictions for tonight, by the way? Sharks, knights, and then the uh there's another one. Bruins, maybe. Bruins and Leafs. Hard to pick against home ice even okay. though in the nhl we know matter. it doesn't mean anything i'll go bruins and then i'll go vegas all right that's the end of the day that is the end of the day before it's the end of the show we're going to tell you about mark milton we do oh by the way it cost um real quick i did have this 
It's fifty six dollars for an adult to go to the San Diego Zoo, forty six per kid, and that is that three to eleven. I'm guessing three and under get in for free. So oh, okay. not cheap. Oh, the other end of the day was Goldie's total sixty six on pace for sixty six. Okay, home so runs. Paul Goldsmith's on pace. That'd be a great question. Hey, you're on pace for sixty six. Think you can keep it up? <laughs> oh, Milty. Hey, if you're sideways with the IRS, tax day has come and gone, and if you forgot to pay, and if it's keeping you up at night. Contact former Department of Justice Tax Division Attorney Mark Milton at stltaxlawyer.com. Mark Milton provides a local and holistic approach to tax resolution. Do not be sucked into the out-of-town tax resolution groups you hear on TV and radio. Mark lives and works right here in the Kirkwood area. So if you have IRS problems, visit stltaxlawyer.com today. Remember, the choice of a lawyer is an important decision. And should not be based solely on advertisements. Uh, my mom has texted into the show. Hi. Hi, Martin's and, mom. And she said, Cato, Caitlin's sister-in-law, Kathy, was my boss in Milwaukee. My mom Are worked in serious? an office in Milwaukee. I did not know that. Cato's sister-in-law, and her name was Kathy Kalen. Did she ever meet Cato? So I'm guessing that means Kathy, my mom's boss, was married to Cato's brother. So wait, when would this have been? Oh, this is probably late 90s. So post-OJ. Post-OJ, okay. early 2000s. Okay. So we may need to get mom on the show. We for might some more. have to. Do you go around? Here's the question. If you're related in any way to Cato, do you tell people? When people, Because people are going to ask. Every time you give last your last name. name yeah. Kalen's, it's a very uncommon last name. You can't lie, can you? Hey, are you related? No, no, I get that all the time. Well, I heard you're married to his brother. That's true. That's true. But technically, I mean, <laughs> but I'm not a blood relative. Uh, he's you know? a strain, so technically. Yeah, know. I mean, we never see him. We, him. we barely, I mean. They're afraid don't. to let him in the house. For that's a reasons. great question. Who's a celebrity that you would say, no, not related? No. It's got to be for bad reasons, though, right? A lot of scandal in yeah. recent years, I guess. But Canada's a good, he's a fine line because he was involved to a degree, but didn't do anything in that. Correct. He, he was just there when it happened. Right. He didn't murder. The house cast. Yes. Hey, OJ, who's the guy in back? Oh, it's a buddy of mine. He's what, fine. What's He'll he doing? Us. What's he doing? He's just hanging out. That's what he does. <laughs> uh, the hard line is coming your way next tomorrow. A lot of hardcore hockey with Strick because we'll be talking That's about right. the Blues and Stars. Hopefully we'll have the uh, game announcements later today, maybe even late tonight after the Game 7s are over. Blues will host over the weekend. Could be a Friday, Sunday. Could be a Thursday, Saturday. Blues and Stars. Dallas did win that season series. Three games to one. Ben Bishop played in three of those games, went two and one. And between Bishop and Bennington, if you look at the NHL.com stats for the season, regular season, in terms of goalies, goals against, Benner on top, Ben Bishop right behind, save percentage, Bishop on top, Bennington fourth best. Should be a great So series. a lot of one nothing and two ones likely. Hopefully there's enough runway left to land the plane. Yeah. Let's use that. That's Hopefully. a good armyism that we're just going to carry over. That is. Just need enough runway. You just got to know where the bodies are buried, Martin. <laughs> got to know where the bodies are buried. Got And we, if you want to know what time it is, we won't, won't tell you how to make the he's watch. He's not going to build you a watch. Something along those lines. Like Thanks, that. Doug Armstrong, for being part of the program. Dr. Rick dropping medical knowledge. Frank passing the phone to Chris Zimmerman. It's been a busy couple of Charlie hours. Charlie Marlowe also playing the role of Frank Cusimano, Jeff Fisher, Steve Spagnolo. He just texted me and said, do you want me to do a stand-up TV term to like do a report? He said, you know, I got that shirt on. Do you want me to do it? And I'm like, it's fine. <laughs> All right. He did that on purpose, and he didn't yeah. want to do any extra work. Yeah, I mean, so I can be on TV if you want, shirt. but I, mean, I got this shirt that you, know, you might make fun of. And... All right, the hard line is coming up next. Congratulations.
greatest discoveries come when we stop searching. We set up our Palomino tent camper in Lake Park Campground, Rapid City, South Dakota. Every day another adventure. Mount Rushmore, Devil's Tower, the Badlands. And between the obligatory day trips, we played catch. Beneath the endless sky, away from the stress of work, just father and son. Whap, the ball would hit the glove. Whap again. Then I heard it. The answer to the ancient Zen mystery. The sound of one hand clapping. Whap. Take a trip. Clear your mind. Go RV.